0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world, and welcome to another conversation in the cloud. I am joined today by a dear colleague, Senior Director of New Business, Robert Bloom from Intel Silicon Photonics Product Division. Welcome, Robert. Hi, Jake. It's good to have you back on the show. So, Robert, tell us about your division and tell us about, you know, where do you sit in the move, store, process, vision at the Data Platforms Group?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. We're part of the connectivity group at Intel, and really that group is responsible for moving data across data centers, right? And so if you look at the whole picture, obviously you need not just the photonics, but you need Ethernet network interface cards or controllers, you need Ethernet switches. So this is all part of the connectivity group. And obviously moving data is becoming more and more Important in modern data centers. And it's not just about getting data between servers and switches. It's more, obviously, you need any to any connectivity between servers as you have workloads that are really running on multiple servers, as you have pools of accelerators that need to be accessed optically. And so, you know, the modern data center really relies on the fast movement of data between servers and across data centers. And really, this is what we're enabling with silicon photonics. So it's moving data to disaggregated memory and storage to AI accelerators. It's moving data between servers and switches, and ultimately to and from the data center. So these are all the things that are enabled through silicon photonics through optics today.
0: You know, for our listeners who may not remember, Robert and I had a session several years ago when he first began launching the new Intel Silicon Photonics products. But can you give us an update on what's happened since four years ago?
1: gee yeah that's a long time ago actually it's almost five right it's four and a half years ago well back then we had launched our first silicon photonics product it was a hundred gig transceiver a psm4 transceiver and we had actually had a podcast together with microsoft and also facebook and you know microsoft had been on stage with us back in late 2016 uh, talking about how they're about to deploy our 100 gig transceivers in their data centers And so it was certainly a very exciting time because we had launched silicon photonics into a product after what had been, I think, close to 16 years of research starting in our labs division. Yeah. And since then, we have now shipped more than 5 million of these transceiver units into primarily hyperscale data centers. And we have launched and we have released several new products since then. So it's been a very, very exciting time for us.
0: Talk about what's going on with the hyperscalers, because five million units in almost five years, years—you know, four and a half, as we discussed, is pretty darn good. But you're beginning to ramp into new levels
1: of capacity, scalability. Can you talk about the new product line a little bit? Actually, I probably need to step back a little bit. So all these 5 million units actually have been predominantly 100 gigabit transceivers, as I said, different variants. But what is really happening in the data centers is that we see this tremendous continued exponential growth and demand for bandwidth. You know, the demand and the bandwidth is really growing exponentially, almost doubling every two to three years in the hyperscaler. So back when we launched 100 gigabits per second transceivers were just getting started, but now really we're at a point where the demands are such that people need to ramp not just 200, but even 400 gigabit per second transceivers. And, and that's kind of what we're doing now. We have released and launched 200 gigabit per second and 400 gigabit per second transceivers, and they've started ramping and they're ramping throughout this year. So. I guess if you do the math, I said doubling every two years. So, you know, four or five years later, we are indeed not ramping 100 gig, but we're ramping 400 gig now. Obviously, 100 gig is in high volume and very cost effective. So people want to continue to keep deploying that. But now the demands are such that people really have to deploy 400 gigabit transceivers in volume now. And then also what we're now even doing is obviously preparing for the next generation. So we have just started sampling 800 gigabit per second transceivers. And so that's quite exciting because these 800 gigabit per second transceivers are based on 100 gigabit per lane electrical speeds. And so that's really kind of a big transition for the industry as you're going from 25 and 50 gig to 100 gig 30. So that has just started sampling. That is so exciting. And it's going to be such
0: a benefit for users around the world, since we know our largest hyperscale customers have the opportunity to really benefit. Almost everybody in the world takes advantage of their technologies, whether it's software or whether it's infrastructure as a service. So let's talk a little bit about the benefits of co-packaged optics with barefoot switches. Can we talk a little bit about that, Robert?
1: Absolutely. So it's almost a year ago now, back in March 2020, actually, we did a first co-packaged Ethernet switch demonstration. And again, to maybe give some background, so all the transceivers that we're shipping today, including the 100 gig, that we're sampling, they're all pluggable transceivers, so they plug into the front faceplate of the Ethernet switches. But as you go into these higher speeds, particularly as you go into 100 gig 30s, that really becomes quite difficult. It becomes inefficient in terms of power, in terms of heat sinking. You're wasting power on electrical retimers, and so it has always been our vision to actually bring the optics much closer to the networking silicon and to the ethernet switch in this example it's something that is clearly inevitable it has to happen because you're really running out of bandwidth and out of power in your switch and so what we did last year was really to demonstrate that this is feasible it was a proof of concept that we did together with our barefoot ethernet switch division in the demo we took a 12.8 terabit ethernet switch and we put our silicon photonics what we call photonic engines or optical tiles we had 1.6 terabit photonic engines we put them onto the same substrate right next to the ethernet switch and so that was really a very exciting industry first demo that we did and as i said it served as a proof of concept we really see that now as we're moving to 100 gig electrical lanes As we're going to higher speed transceivers and as the switches go from 12.8 t today and 25.6 t tomorrow as they go to 51.2 t and also 100 t switches that really the co-packaging is going to start to get deployed in volume so we, we continue to see the first commercial deployments really happening in about two and a half to three years from now, I would say end of 2023 and throughout 2024, we expect to see the first package ethernet switches to be deployed.
0: Well, Robert, I mean, it really does speak to the power of the data platform's portfolio within Intel when we start to look at where not just the hyperscalers are going but where the other usages are can you talk about some of the other usages that we're seeing and taking advantage of for silicon photonics
1: yeah of course so obviously one of the big heavy lifts that we had to do was to take silicon photonics really into high volume manufacturing and that's really a big big step not just for intel but for the optics industry right we're now making optics or photonics at scale. And it's no longer just a what actually one hyperscaler called it a boutique industry where parts are assembled by hand, but we're manufacturing optics at the wafer level. We're burning the lasers in at the wafer level. We're testing everything at the wafer level as much as we can. And so that really gives us very different scalability. It gives us much, much better reliability and performance than you could achieve with discrete traditional optics. And so obviously we're seeing on the data center side is sort of the first real benefits because you have these high bandwidth, highly integrated modules and photonic integrated circuits. But obviously, you know, we do see the trend where it's not just going to be Ethernet switches, but it's also going to interconnect with compute, with uh, CPUs, XPUs and memory in the future. But Beyond the data center, there's also a lot of other interesting applications. And we're certainly looking at a lot of these areas where you need highly integrated optics. And when we look at the market, especially in the sensing space, there are some very interesting opportunities for silicon photonics. And so we actually recently, just earlier this year at CES, we had our mobile eye partners talk about LiDAR, with silicon photonics. And that's really one of the prime examples where you need to have highly integrated, very dense laser emitters and coherent receivers all on the same photonic chip. And this is really something that you couldn't really do at scale with discrete optics. And so we're able to integrate that and really offer best-in-class performance with these silicon photonics-based LiDAR modules. So that's something that's still a couple of years from mass deployment, but it's really a key enabler for autonomous driving. And so that was certainly exciting for us to see the excitement that it generated across the industry that we're taking a silicon photonics-based LiDAR to production, or that we're planning to do that in a few years. And as I said earlier, there's a lot of other applications that we see in other sensing areas that take advantage of really a high-volume, highly reliable platform for photonics. You know,
0: each step that you take gets us one step closer to, you know, this latency-free vision between our instruction sets and our silicon. And this is just so exciting for the industry. And, you know, Robert, I'm always caught with the question that our listeners ask, where can I find out more information about Intel Silicon Photonics?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) obviously we do route people to Intel.com forward slash silicon photonics. So that's kind of the standard landing page. It also has some of the job openings that we have. So I keep reminding myself that I have to keep mentioning that we're always looking for talent in that area. But the nice thing is you can even just Google Intel Silicon Photonics and it will show you a lot of interesting articles as well. But Intel.com forward slash silicon photonics is kind of the landing page that also lists our products and additional information. How can customers? take advantage of utilizing
0: the performance and testing out and developing their skills with Intel Silicon Photonics?
1: Yes, yeah, so obviously one of the benefits we bring to the industry is really as I mentioned manufacturing photonics at scale so we're able to deliver optical transceivers in high volume with industry leading quality and reliability. And obviously, we have also strong support system in terms of technical sales specialists and applications engineering. So again, I would encourage customers to reach out to us. Again, I think on our website, we have a link to the right channel partners or contact information so that we can support you with your specific applications and obviously provide you with more information, application notes and specification sheets as required.
0: Well Robert you know you're working on the very leading edge of driving the transformation that we talk about and we see every day and every year in the data center and so I thank you and I really appreciate you coming on and so on behalf of Robert Bloom senior director of new business Intel Silicon Photonics product division my name is Jake Smith and this has been another conversation in the cloud wherever you may be in the world we wish you a good morning good afternoon And good night.